I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Jordan Lowry, episode number 75, and just like the NBA, uh, we are 75 times into this thing, and um, you know it's been a it's been a great uh, year and a half. Yeah. But now it's time to talk about basketball, as typical. But first, Sam, um, you know Easter was this past weekend. Uh, Sam, tell me your favorite Easter candy to get. Um, it's got to be, you know, the regular, the OG. Jelly Belly Jelly Beans or the really big Jelly Beans. Mm. It's got to uh, Yeah, I'm a I'm a sucker for Gubby Bears. I really like the Haribo Star Mix. Um, I just feel like you know they got everything in there. You know, I reach in, it's a surprise every time. Mm. So uh, you know, great candy. But I'm really I'm a sucker for the gummies. You know, I can't do hard candy. Um, I mean, I, I like it, but it's just nowhere as you know sweet. I think as you know, like a Haribo compared to like chocolate, like up ticking gummies every time. Uh, but now it's time to talk about basketball. And Sam, uh, every series uh, has either played two games or uh, two of them have played one games, one game, excuse me, not games. And uh, let's get this started. We'll start from the top, go through all these series, and let's look at the dominant performance of the Miami Heat as they lead 2-0 to zero against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Duncan Robinson with 27 points in game one, and then Jimmy Butler with the high scoring game of this playoffs uh, with 45 points in game two. And Trey Young has not been able to produce, and Clint Capella is hurt. Uh, Sam, do you think the Hawks stand any chance um, in coming back and tying the series in Atlanta? Um, Trey Young is going to have to start producing. Um, he is the center of the team. Um, so without him playing to the best of his abilities, I do not see the Hawks uh, even winning a game. I completely agree with you. I think he needs to have a couple of 40-point uh, games uh, to really get into, you know, a rhythm and help to carry this team. Uh, what do you think about the legacy of Jimmy Butler? Obviously, he had that bubble run, um, and he, he puts up 45 points here. Um, do you think, in your mind, he is legitimized as a, you know, a real playoff performer? Um, I don't. I think that he that all there really is to look at – is the uh, the bubble run. Um, and that's not to say they can't do anything this year, because obviously they can. Um, but I think at this point, no, he is not a legitimate playoff player. Well, uh, he'll work to prove uh, Sam wrong uh, in the coming uh, playoff run, it appears, as they will look to sweep the Hawks uh, with games uh, three and four in Atlanta. And now, what was arguably the best game of this playoffs and game two will be tonight. Um, we got the Boston Celtics against the Brooklyn Nets. The Boston leading 1-0. to zero. Um, Jason Tatum with 31 points and the game-winning buzzer beater. Kyrie with 39. And uh, Sam, you know, you look at this and you say, uh, does this set the tone for the series? Or do you think that this was just going to be a seven-game series inevitably and that, you know, this is just par for the course? I think that this does set a tone. Um, I don't think that this this ends it, of course. Um, but I think that I'd rather be in the Celtics position than the Nets. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, but the defense was just awful down the stretch. Um, obviously, this is a podcast, so I can't pull up plays. But if I could, I would just show you how poorly the Nets play defense on the stretch. And Jalen Brown got an easy bucket to cut it to one. And then Marcus Smart, four seconds left, pump fakes, two guys, double team. Marcus Smart, you cannot be doing that. And it's just unbelievable. The defensive effort that this team gives is just so minimal down the stretch. And then, you know, easily Jason Tatum catches it, spins, lays it in. Boston goes crazy. Um, so they have to be better. They have to give 100% focus and attention to every possession because you cannot win without it in the NBA playoffs. Um, but I think it'll be a great series. I'm super excited for game two. It's like the first time all playoffs have been like, you know, obviously you get to a seventh game. I'm excited for that. But this series has really captivated my attention. And I think a lot of people's attention. And I'm just excited to see where it goes. Um, but looking at our next series, you got the Bucks and the Bulls. Uh, Sam thought the Bulls could hang. They could not. They got blown out uh, in the fourth quarter of game one. Uh, but it was a close game. Giannis with 27-16. to 16. Avusevic with 24. Uh, DeMar DeRozan has been fairly absent, you know, scoring under 20 points. And Sam, which player, do you think Vucevic, DeMar, or Zach Levine needs to step up in order for this Bulls team to get back into the series? Um, You know, that's a good question. But I think that with, um, you know, Vucevic and DeMar both sort of producing – I think you need to look at the uh, the guys that are more role players and you need them to step up. Because um, I think when it comes down to it, that's like what wins playoff games. Yeah, um, you know, guys like Alex Caruso, Kobe White, um, you know, those guys got to make their shots and just be uh, productive down the stretch. Uh, but looking at our other series, which I thought was going to be a pretty good one in terms of two, two blowouts by the Sixers over the Raptors. Um, Philly leads 2-0. to zero. Tyrese Maxey with 38 points. Uh, fourth most ever in a playoff debut. And Joel Embiid with 31 points uh, in game two. And uh, I think Fred, there's nothing much to say here. Um, Sam, you can add something if you would like. But I think just Fred Embiid's got to put up a 40-point game if they want to win just a game in this series because they're just doing nothing right now. But Sam... Uh, you know, this has been a pretty boring series. So, you got anything else to say about this? Um, I think that, you know, the Sixers are dominating right now, and I think they'll continue to. Yeah, I completely agree. James Harden has gotten everything he wants. And, uh, you know, it's like a good fit right now, but we'll just have to see. Uh, time will tell. And oh, I just got an update on my phone. Uh, ben Simmons uh, will be available, it looks like, for game five of the Celtics Net series. So, Got for that. And looking in the West, uh, got a little surprise uh, in the Pelicans Suns matchup. Uh, as the Pelicans actually win a game, the series tied one to one, a masterclass, uh, as my friend Alex Johnson put it, uh, by Brandon Ingram, uh, with nine assists, six rebounds, 37 points on game two. Chris Paul puts up 30 and 10 in game one, the Suns cruise. But Devin Booker goes down in the third quarter of game two. Will be out for games three and four. Sam, do the New Orleans Pelicans have a chance in the series? Um, I don't think that they do, but you know, I've been wrong before. I've been very wrong before. Um, you know, I I I just think that, you know, Devin Booker is a big game player. 
and he is going to play in the absence of of Chris Paul and do what he needs to do to win these next two games. Yeah, um, you know, I think that, you know, it's just going to be an uphill effort uh, for the Suns. And, uh, you know, it's crazy to think, you know, how quickly this could fall apart just because of how well the Pelicans are playing. Uh, but, you know, they're still a very good team. They won 64 games, so they got a lot of fight in them, obviously. And uh, I think this series will be competitive because Devin Booker's out. I think it will go to our sixth or seventh game. Um, but I don't see the Pelicans, like, winning the next three games or anything crazy like that. Um, but looking at the other series, tied one-to-one is the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Uh, it's been the John Morant versus Anthony Edwards show. Uh, 36 points for Edwards in game one. Morant had 32. Timberwolves win. Uh, Morant scores 23-10. and 10, And uh, Edwards scores 20 in game number two. And, Sam, i got to ask you, you know, do, who do you think, uh, you know, has – obviously, Morant doesn't have any significant playoff experience only being in the first round last year. Uh, do you think that the the brilliance of Anthony Edwards, if he, they go on to win the series, could elevate him to that kind of all-star or star level? Um, I mean – here, wait, hold up. My mom's coming in my room. Wait, could you repeat that? My mom was trying to come in my room. Yeah. All right, so Sam, do you think that, you know, if the Timberwolves go on to win the series, Anthony Edwards is playing the way he is, dueling with John Morant, or do you think he could be elevated to a real star level uh, in the NBA? Um, I do. I think that that Anthony Edwards is in a position with the Timberwolves that, that you know, he is their star player and will continue to be. Yeah, um, you know, Carlton Towns has not been the greatest in the series, um, but he kind of negated by the defense of Steven Adams. But I think he'll come alive in Minnesota. And I'm very interested to see where the series goes. Uh, but looking at our next series, Golden State dominant uh, with Jordan. It's no longer the Splash Brothers. It's the Splash Cousins uh, because Jordan Poole is joining the family. And uh, we got Jordan Poole with 30 points in game one. Jokic with 25 and 10. Blowout. And then... The Warriors score 70 points in 19 minutes. Wow. That is unbelievable, Sam. It's unbelievable. They had 31 points halfway through the second quarter, and at the end of the third quarter, they had 101 points. It's, it's unbelievable. The way this offense is playing is revolutionary. Stephen Curry had 34 points in 23 minutes. It's like playing a half of a college basketball game and having 34 points. Yeah. The man is playing unbelievably. The team is firing at all cylinders. Sam, are they the new favorite to win the title in your eyes? Go. Um, yes. Yes, they are. Um, because they are playing a significantly better Denver Nuggets team than the Suns are playing in the uh, New Orleans matchup. Um, and, you know, with Chris Paul being shaky, I don't I don't like that. Um, so well, He's not shaky. I mean, he, 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 he didn't score that well in game two, but I wouldn't. Well, I'm, I'm saying injury-wise. Oh, I guess that's true. He has had, you know, injuries before. Um, but, yes, I think that the Golden State Warriors are my current favorites to win it all. Well, yeah, like you said, you know, Chris Ball went down the injury. 
uh, in 2018 uh, to the, the Rockets and no Devin Booker now. So it's going to be tough. Uh, but I look for Golden State to sweep in this series against the Nuggets. And our final series, the Dallas Mavericks with the Utah Jazz, arguably the most boring series of uh, everything. You know, it's like it couldn't be more boring. No Luka and the Jazz. Like, come on. Uh, but Jalen Brunson had an incredible game, 41 points in game two. And I got to ask you, Sam, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell aren't passing each other the ball. They've had locker room problems all year. If yeah. this team gets eliminated, they've been a great regular season team. Do you think that this, it is time to blow this team up if they get eliminated in the first round? Yes, because they've, like you just said, they're a great regular season team, but they cannot produce in the uh, playoffs. So, you know, I think especially if you get taken out in the first round, um, even if you make it to a a second round series and lose that, I I think that you still have to look at, at, you know, creating a new team and building around Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, I agree that Rudy Gobert is just not the piece. You know, he's just being asked to do everything. And, you know, just watching that game, they break, they, they have no perimeter defenders. They break down the Rudy Gobert being asked to do everything, and then he just can't do it all. And they just need to blow up the team. That's just my, my two cents. They're not exciting, and they just struggle to play defense. Um, so that is going to wrap up our coverage here. Uh, but i got to mention, uh, big congratulations to Marcus Smart for being the first guard and Defensive Player of the Year since Gary Payton in, 19, in 1996. Um, Sam, do you think the little guys deserve a little more love in that award just in general? Um, I do because, I mean, you know, we saw, you know, I, I want to bring up the Hornets because we're irrelevant essentially. But, you know, Terry Rozier got a lot of rebounds this season. And, you know, the little guys – tend to get more steals. So do not overlook the small guys. Short yeah. kings. Short kings, like Sam Carter. Five foot eight. Next You're not much taller, man. What? You're not much taller. Okay. I mean, we, we can beat this out right now, but that's not it's not important. <laughs> but whatever. It is uh that is it. Uh, no more sports, just the NBA right now. We might have Jack Cole on in a few weeks to talk about the MLB. Um, but that is going to do it. Um, Sam, i ask you about this in the NCAA tournament. Uh, how excited have you been uh, with this first couple games? Obviously, it's the first two games, so obviously it's not going to be that exciting as you know, the Eastern Conference Finals the finals. But are you at least intrigued right now? Are you, have the, 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 the playoffs reeled you in yet? Not as much as the um, the NCAA tournament did. Well, I'm saying just in general, have they have they hooked you in? I would say that they have more so than in other years, um, and you know that's easy to say because the Hornets have not been relevant, you know, in the past seven years. So, but like seventy years, ever really ever. Uh, but sad as it is, that's all the time we have. Um, Sam Carter, you know, he's a big fan of the Jelly Belly. Uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of Carnal episode number 75. And you hear from us 
Fun.